Um, good, good evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, Heavenly Places. Um, I'm here with you this evening, along with uh, uh, Dorothy. I'm, I'm Jameer. Thanks, thanks for everyone uh, who is tuning in. They're watching now, watching later. Whether you're watching through any any of the media outlets, through uh, Rumble or, or uh, YouTube or, or the file shares or any of them. Um, actually, let me go ahead and open up this evening in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your and uh, salvation, Father Lord, you have provided through your precious Son, Jesus Christ, Father. I thank you, Father Lord, that you are leading us and guiding us, directing us during this day, this time, this this era, God, Lord, um, through uh, trials and tribulations, Father Lord, but did you have many blessings in store for your people, Father Lord, did you want to do many great things through, through, through uh, um what we call politics, oh God, Lord, and our communities, oh Father, Lord, um, and our bodies, God, Lord, and our finances. We thank you, oh Father, um, for your many blessings, and we thank you especially for your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And all these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, this evening I actually wanted to uh, talk about... Um, the, the food crisis or uh, food shortages. Um, and we know the Bible says that God is, uh, he, uh, or it says that he's never seen the righteous forsaken or his uh, seed begging for bread, you know. So but with that in mind, keep that, keep that passage of scripture in mind um, as I talk because if we look at that, look in the world, and look around us, we see a lot of uh, man-made chaos, destruction, everything. You know, you think, oh, well, that's just natural, even, you know, the weather, Mother Nature, you know, what they, what they call. But, but a whole lot of catastrophes that are happening around the world as far as flooding in some areas, drought in some areas, fires in some areas. And, of course, they try to blame it on uh carbon and saying, oh, you you guys are breathing too much, you guys are driving too much uh, SUVs or too many cars or using too much energy and all these things are causing the uh, the atmosphere to shift and break up and bring all this destruction and chaos, these droughts and these floods into this very area. But um, it's really, unfortunately, you know, a result of uh, uh, a few men, maybe maybe as many of them, men men and also uh, women, their evil, wicked plan, which they are, some of them are uh, knowingly leading people down the dark path, and some of them don't even realize that they are, but it's probably not that many of them, <laughs> realize who they're actually working for. You know, they're actually working for uh, the Antichrist, you know, Satan himself, the kingdom of darkness by uh, destroying, I believe, though, most people, most of those who are in that area, they know who they're working for. But one specific area I wanted to focus to talk about is uh, the um, the food shortage. And uh, that's because uh, recently, if, you, if you've been looking at the, uh, even though it's so difficult to gauge what's going on, because you have a lot of 
news outlets and you're not sure what to believe and all these these types of things. But uh, in the countries of uh, Sri Lanka and uh, even over here in the Americas and uh, Panama, uh, they're having uh, government uprising and uh, food shortages and uh, specific not and not just those areas, but just different areas and regions. I just named those two because uh, it's a ministry that I work with uh, in a uh, not Sri Lanka but Panama, and they actually said that the government is saying that by September the first that they're going to be um, out of rice, so they won't have any more rice left or whatever you know. So that's a food shortage that's coming to them. But also, uh, it's a ministry that I work with in, uh, in, in the nation of India. Also, that uh, they, um, unfortunately, they're not having it as quite as bad as uh, had Sri Lanka and Panama has had, but it's actually a few uh, church members who uh, kind of, um, well, they, I don't want to say that they were not uh, believing or trusting in God, but they kind of lost all hope, and it was some dire consequences for the family because they didn't have any rice or beans and they thought them and their family were going to starve. So they, uh, instead of starving, they actually, um, which is very sad. They took their, they took their own lives, you know, um, because they, they didn't see no hope in sight. And, uh, this, this thing, you know, um, it's, it's getting bad in many places and regions in the world. And, um, it's affecting a lot of the nations that are called, even though I don't believe they are, they call what they're, they're known as like third world nations because their economy and education is not, I guess, as as advanced or as well off or as prosperous as uh, nations like um, uh, Europe, nations that are in Europe, America, Japan, um, those nations. It hasn't caught up to us yet, but there's many there's uh, some signs and indications that it could go that way. But there are things that we can do to stop it. Um, actually, I was in the uh, uh, Walmart the other day, and I'm looking at the shelves, and the shelves are getting, even though they're still they're still stocked, but I can see they're uh, getting scarcer and scarcer each time I go into the store. It's uh, less and less items of uh, particular products. Like, like for example, like a lot of the produce area was empty, but I'll go there again, and everything is filled. But this uh, actually, what's going on is uh, it's not that we actually really have a shortage of of, of food. It's just it's taking longer and longer for the food that we do have to uh, just the travel throughout the country. And so it's taking them longer and longer to stock up the shelves. And uh, we just kind of, I, I guess we're kind of seeing some of the effects. Uh, a family member, they sent me a video, and there was only uh, one case of milk in the uh, store that they were they were going to. I don't think it was at Walmart. It was another another uh, store. Um, and it was all these uh, the freezers, like when you walk up through where the milk is supposed to be. Well, all of, all of like, the, the lactose milk and, and the two percent milk and all of that was basically um gone <laughs> except for two containers, you know. Um and the thing is it's like next week it'll be it'll be full again. It'll be full so it won't be any cause for concern, but 
It is little by little. Um, in the past, we did not see these things. Um, so what I've been doing myself, and, and you don't have to do it, but what I've been doing myself is kind of like just um, storing particular items, like uh, perishable items, like some some beans, some rice, um, just things that I can uh, easily open, easily cook. Uh, and then in some cases, uh, I can open them and I don't even have to cook them because they're already prepared, like black beans and uh, kidney beans. You know, I can just open a can. And I don't even have to really warm those up. I can uh, I can eat them. So um, without having to warm up, hopefully we won't have any power blackouts or shortages like some other people are saying. But with with all this in mind, I believe that uh, it's a scripture in Second Corinthians chapter. Um, not Corinthians. I'm sorry. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It says that my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. The God will will uh, heal the people, and He will heal the land, uh, because a lot of the, the things that were happening, even though they're man-made, um, like was, as far as with the uh, the fires, burning up the crop fields, and all this kind of stuff, killing the cattle, and all those types of things, and uh, even paying farmers to farm less and destroying the fertilizer, it's affecting the uh, food supply or chain. But we as a uh, people of God, we have uh, we don't have to live by uh, what's going on in the world. Even if we look at Scripture, there's been example after example of God providing for his people during times of famine. And, of course, one of the most famous ones is when Joseph, he uh, had a dream about seven years of famine. And also, like, the, the, actually before that, it was seven years of prosperity. And they was able to come up with a plan that they was uh, stocking up food while while the while uh, it was prosperous time. And then when the uh, not so prosperous times came about, they were able to not just provide food for those people that were in uh, Egypt, but throughout the lands who would travel there. And again, that's how Joseph he was able to actually reconnect with his brothers and save his brothers in Israel. Um, during the time of famine, they were able to come to Egypt to uh, get the uh, the grains and all those types of things during the famine. So God is always going to uh, provide a way or a plan for his people, for his people who are listening, for people who are preparing, but particularly to those who are humble themselves, praying and turning from their wicked ways, because we have a lot of, uh, in America, it's a lot of, uh, well, unfortunately, America is founded on Christian principles, Christian nation, believer nation, and we we are seeing a turnaround. You know, we are seeing a turnaround in America, but we still have a long, long way to go um, in our nation because a lot, so much evilness and so much wickedness is um, going on in our nation, and um, our fathers says if if we do not stop these things, you know, through some of the prophecies, there's going to be a judgment. And one thing we have to realize about uh, the judgments of God is that people will like when say, oh, God is going to judge America and, and do this and that. And I see many people saying that, but they don't realize that God is, uh, you know, like we have uh, these different neuro, neurosciences. They do laser surgery and all those types of things. And like they can make they, they so precise they can like operate on this part without touching any of the other parts. 
Well, God is even more specific, and he's even more precise than that, you know, because we have, at America, we have parts in America that's really godly. We have, and then we have parts that's really ungodly. Then we have cities that are really ungodly, and then we have areas within those cities that are really uh, truly um, righteous and living for God, you know. So God, he's... uh, a precision person so when the judgment comes you know it's not going to really affect his people and it won't be as devastating to them as it is to the people of the world you know so you could be living in one of those cities for example you know you watch those disaster movies and it's always like new york is like one of the main ones in la they're one of the like the main cities that's always being destroyed you know in those disaster cities but even if you live in one of those cities, I believe God can protect you within those cities, you know, though it might be a time when you have to flee those cities, like uh, what happened with uh, Sodom and Gomorrah when that judgment came. And, of course, God will warn you when that time is, and he'll tell you to leave that um, location or that place. But there's many a times when God will protect you while you're in that place, you know, um, and we we've, we've seen that. When the plagues came upon Egypt, you know, they were like amongst them, but they was in a, the, uh, what they call Goshen, Goshen area. And a lot of plagues, they were affecting Egypt, but that area, you know, it was not affected. So I believe it could be very well something like that, where food, food shortages is affecting those particular parts. The uh, climate is affecting those particular type of parts. And the enemy, he is always overreaching. And so he will try to reach out and, and affect the parts where God's people are. You know, but that's where God's people in those areas and those regions, you know, they have to humble themselves and they have to pray. They have to intercede and like, oh, but we're not being wicked or whatever. Well, you know, the Bible says all of us have, are, have fallen short of the glory of God. So we all have repentance that we have to do in our own individual lives. But we also should be repenting for uh, the people who are in our communities, our mayors, um the people who lead our, our, our teachers, you know, the leaders in our community, our, our school boards, our council, our governors, um, our politicians, we need to intercede on their behalf because they uh, may not necessarily, they may be, they may be prayer warriors. You know, we have some politicians, some judges that are prayer warriors, you know, that are seeking God that are believers, but then we have some that are uh, maybe they're on a fence or then we have some that are very ungodly and wicked, you know. So we um, we need to be interceded no matter what no matter what side or behalf they are you know we need to intercede because there are people dying there are people perishing not just from the uh, food shortages but we have many other that's just one of the one problem you know food is one of the basic necessities but we have a whole list of problems that we should have been kind of interceding for already in our nation like with the corrupt politics and the, the contamination of our uh, water systems and all that. That's why the, our father tells us to bless, to bless our food and pray over our food because even though we are um, of this world, we, we're not, we're, we're really not from this world or, you know, our kingdom, you know, is part of the kingdom of God. And uh, God says uh, that the will of our father be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we can pray those things and we can intercede on behalf of our food, on behalf of our water supply, on behalf of all of those things that all these things that they're trying to do to destroy, hamper, destroy, torment, or whatever it is, 
that it does not have to affect us like it affects the world. You know, so so you can be drinking the same type of water. You might not have no filtration system to filter your water. You know, but the prayers of the righteous is uh, way, way more effective than any uh, man-made technology we can uh, come across, you know. And also just like the... Uh, the preparation aspect of it, jumping back to the Joseph aspect of, a, of preparing for it, sometimes you can only prepare so much. People only have so many resources. They only have so many finances, you know. That's what we uh, we have to trust and believe God. Just like when uh, Jesus fed the people with the, the, the fish and the loaves of bread, you know, uh, Jesus prayed and he multiplied it. There have been many times in the past I have seen when I have I think when I was actually I was driving down the highway one time when we were going on a mission trip to Chicago and we were just running out of gas and it was it wasn't that we didn't have any money for gas but I seen a two a few of the guys and and there they started praying over the gas tank and I seen the thing jump <laughs> I seen the gas tank jump you know and then of course after they drove and we made it to Chicago you know they were able to fill it up some more with the money that they have, but God can provide, he can multiply if we believe and trust in him. And actually I believe God wants us to be in that position, you know, where like, oh, I did this on my own. I saved this stuff on my own. Or I stocked up this stuff on my own. I, I don't believe he wants us to prepare, but there's only so much preparing we can do and so much trusting we can do in our own selves. And ultimately we have to believe and trust in our uh, father for him to provide. Just like remember when the uh the widow she did not have food <laughs> you know and uh the prophet came by and he told her, Hey, take take all the 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 pans and all these things you can you can find and God moved mightily and he filled up everything and it actually filled up so much that she was able to pay off all her debts and all this kind of stuff and she had extra um just just multiplying. And even when uh, Jesus turned the water, the water into wine, all these types of things God can do if we believe and trust in them, if we don't have the finances to prepare. So that it's really no need for us to worry, no need for us to fear, but it is good to be wise. And uh, if you can, um, have stuff or prepare, prepare stuff. And it's not just for you. Like some stuff that I'm actually getting in or preparing for, it's not just for me, but I'm thinking about also um, when I get this stuff. Well, this is uh, stuff for my neighbors. You know, my neighbors. The, some of them they're not a, they're not believers. You know, they they don't um, walk in the way of the Lord. So I'm I'm saving and stocking up stuff just for them. You know, just in case. You know, they can come knocking at my door, and guess what? I have something for them. Not only that, but I have some Bible tracts and all those types of things. You know, because um, I'm believing God to do many mighty miracles, many miraculous things on on behalf of the kingdom and on behalf of the people of God. There's many, many um, times, many times in Scripture where there have been famines. And then, oh, you know what? I'm sorry, Dorothy. Uh, Dorothy, I, I think you want that. You had something too you wanted to say. I'm sorry. I keep I kept going on and on before I, I jump to the next Scripture. Okay. Scripture is important, and, and you'll see over and over that Father provides for his people. And I feel so bad about those poor people that lost hope. Um, 
That's really sad. And I would like to say, if you store dried beans, whatever kind, kidney, black, pea beans, um, and rice, those two items, the, the rice provides starch, the beans provide protein, so, and they don't go bad. The dried beans do not go bad. So I, I've stocked up on, on stuff a little bit over time. So, you know, so I've got plenty now. I even know where they are. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have, I have some, you know, a lot of, most of them are beans, canned beans, but I do have some dried beans also and some rice. Um, one of the scriptures I wanted to read was, uh, in Psalms 37, and it said, The Lord knows the day of the blameless, and their heritage will remain forever. Um, it says, They are not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they have abundance. But the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. And that Psalms chapter 37 through verses 18 through 20. And there's many, many other uh, promises of God that are like that in Scripture. Say, hey, there's going to be bad times that are going to come upon us. We're going to be seeing about it, and we are seeing about it in the news. <clears throat> but we as believers, as his children, uh, he said he's going to provide for us. He's going to take care of us. You know, miraculously, it might be a neighbor giving you a can of beans, or it might be a raven, <laughs> you know, giving you a can of beans, you know. It might be some, some something. I mean, either way, supernatural God does many things in many ways through people. He blesses people through people, but he also blesses people, like, through, through supernatural ways, you know. Um, so we should not uh, object. You know, some people, they don't believe, like, really in supernatural, the God can do those things. And then he can multiply, you know, when you have those things in the cupboard. And just pray and believe, and then the cupboard, cupboard full. You know, I never, I never seen anything like that. <laughs> I read about it in scripture about God, like pouring up with oil and things like that, and the pots and all those kind of things. But I never, I haven't seen anything like that where God stopped, it, stopped the cupboards. But I believe He can, and I, and I believe He has. You know, but I just have me myself. I don't have that uh, testimony for myself. Um, but I believe that those are some of the things that we will see. And here particularly in America, I believe a lot of those things can be turned around and it does not even have to happen if uh, the people of God um, really intercede, pray. Um, because uh, America, they have a, um, at least this is my opinion, belief, whatever, that we have a, uh, a covenant with God from the foundation of this land. And I know, like, people say, well, the Masons and all those type of things and all the satanic things, and those those are true about the things that are going on, like and how they how they made D.C. with the uh, the structure, and then they have the satanic symbols right down there, right by the Capitol and within the Capitol and all those types of things. But even before all those things were constructed at, down there at, on the Plymouth or whatever, there was a covenant made, and some of the early settlers, you know, um, that they promised 
this land for the father uh, even before any of that stuff happened. So America is always like one of those, like a, a, a two-sided coin. You know, you have righteous and unrighteous, and you have this conflict and battle. Like, what's the real identity of America? And that's almost like can be the, you know, the same case for individual people, you know, because we have, even within our own selves, we have the conflict, you know, uh, the flesh versus the spirit, you know, and some people, they give in more towards the flesh, and some people yield to the spirit. And the Bible even says in Romans chapter 6, I believe it's Romans chapter 6, verse 16, it says, don't you realize that whoever you submit yourselves to or submit your bodies to becomes your master, whether it stays the righteousness or, or stays the sin, you know? And so the, the, the question is, do we want to submit ourselves to sin, to death and destruction, or do we want to submit ourselves the righteousness, uh, the protection of our fathers, you know, and that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to submit myself to the everyday battle, you know, it's the everyday battle um, by staying in the word, you know, watching, watching certain things, you know, um, the main thing is staying in the word and prayer, <laughs> the prayer, that's the key, you know, <laughs> Watch, watching uh, for me right now, and I kind of also watching what I uh, certain things that I eat. But uh, for for main for many people, the main thing is staying in prayer, worshiping God, and reading the Word. And these are ways that you can uh, submit yourself to uh, to the Father. And that's the way that we not only as individuals, but we as, as within our nation, we su- submit ourselves. Uh, the Father through prayer, praise, and worship, and he can turn a lot of things around. And he, I believe he's already turning things around, as we've seen with the recent uh, um, Roe versus Wade. Um, because uh, actually we, we had talked to mission this was maybe a couple of episodes ago about um, baby's sacrifice, and um, it's basically when you uh, – kill babies there is the way of um it's uh bell worship and they did that in the ancient times when they uh, um sacrificed their babies to this god and we here in america have been the people who who go get the abortions like we have young women and all those they don't really understand what they're doing and and i'm and some people they're just like taught that way They've been uh, trained that way. They think they're doing something good or something holy or, or something to protect them. And God is merciful and graceful to forgive them, you know. But there's, there's many things that we do and I have participated in, too, that are, that are um, the Father. And abortion is, is, is uh, not something that I've, I've done, but many people have done it, and God is forgiven. But it is a, uh, a worship to the enemy, and they were doing that in the ancient times. And, and the Father God said, when when they do those things, you open up, bring up a curse upon a nation. But there was there was a priest or a, a, a king, I believe, in there was Josiah, and he stopped that stuff. He stopped the bell worship, and now we have it now where the abortion was overturned. You know, and in the past they said when Josiah did that, it opened up the land for revival. And right now, and uh here in America, we, that thing is overturned. So we're in a position now where we, we just keep on pushing, keep on pressing in prayer and um, 
praying for our, our legislators, our judicial system, our executive system, legislative system, all the way down to the local levels, that we can keep on pushing and uprooting the kingdom of darkness out of this land where we don't have to face many of those consequences and we can bring a, a, a great revival, a great harvest to uh, America. We can uh, honor the covenant that we have to our fathers, you know, when, when this nation was uh, founded or when this nation was first, even though the Father God already knew it was here and it, it was people already here, but when the people came over here, they uh, promised this land to the Father, you know. So. Yep, we did that in the Mayflower um, Compact. Oh, yes, yes. yes. So say, tell me about that again. Compact was a promise that for this land to be you know, it was a covenant between Father and the people. I've heard some people say, you know, God chose Israel, but America chose God. So I think that's kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, that it, it is. Uh, yeah, that, that I guess that is. Yeah, God has God has chosen Israel, but in a way, He has chosen chosen both of us, even though with America's we did have like Israel had a, we do have a choice you know but America a lot of people say well America is uh, like mystery Babylon and all that which I, I do not believe I do not believe it you know um, but there are many prophets that are saying that America is uh, doomed for destruction and all those types of things but I believe parts of America can be and parts of America cannot be but I believe all America can be saved but it just depends on how people respond within those different states, within those different regions, within those different cities, um, that if everyone choose, chooses to humble themselves, pray, turn from their wicked ways, that uh, our Father, he has a wonderful, wonderful blessing, and that goes back to the choosing. That, uh, you, you're mentioning, Dorothy, that we chose, that they chose because when they came here, they didn't have to choose that. You know, they could they could have been doing what they was doing like in England. You know all that, all of that false worship and all that, or they could have been doing what the, uh, with some, with some of the natives was doing. They could have incorporated what they were doing, like some of the, the uh, pagan things they were doing here, also. You know, so but there was a group that decided not to do that. But then there was also a group who came over later on, who decided to to do that. You know, so we had the people in May and. Uh, the Mayflowers and all that in Plymouth Rock was a totally different group than the people who came down to Jamestown, like the more satanic ones, you know, so it's this battle, but before they came down, it was already the other ones who were there, who already had, had made their allegiance to what this uh, country and nation was going to be about, and I believe Father God did separate this nation all the way from all those other nations. We have these big ocean gaps between Atlantic ocean you know in the pacific ocean now that these places were separated from that land where it was uh, very difficult you know to reach america you know but now with the event of right yeah very big moats i love them <laughs> yeah yeah very big moats a lot of the uh it's very hard it's like you got to spend a lot of money to <laughs> They have conflict come over here, um, but they, I mean, of course, with the invention of uh, modern technology, man is really bent on destroying himself and this earth. Though uh, our Father God says the only way this earth, this world is going to be destroyed is by His word. <laughs> you know, which which you're going to say is just going to vanish, and that's when He says it's not going to be because of no 
um, earthquake, nuclear weapons, or vaccine plague, not even a meteorite, you know. It's going to be because of uh, Father God. Um, You know, I think a lot of people are missing out on the Babylon thing. Um, I think Babylon is a system, and right now it's really being used by the central banks, and the it's a power and control thing. So the Babylonian system, our money is part of that, um, which is worldwide. You know, the world economic, that's all part of Babylon. Yeah. Satan trying to establish himself here on Earth as, I know he says he's God, but it hurts me to say that. Yeah, Babylon is, like you're saying, it's like more, it's more like, it's not really a country, but it's like more like a, a system that is part of different countries. It's like an octopus and it's got all these tentacles hooked up and locked up, but we can cut off the arm of it up here in America. And some of the other nations, they can cut it off too, but a lot of them, they they don't have like that where this, the nation can still be turned around. Like, for example, China, there, there is a big, uh, they have about two, I think they have almost like one billion citizens, something like that. And they have a large, large uh, group of believers. But a lot of them, well, because the way things have been set up through the past, not really their fault, but uh, the, the, the communists have, taking over that country and they're just kind of smashing down all religion, particularly Christians. And also they're, they're really destroying the Muslims too, because they, they're the religion there is a communism. They don't want anything else. Matter of fact, in a lot of the, the Christian churches, they take up the, uh, the uh, cross and, uh, and, and pictures of, uh, even though we're not really supposed to have those pictures of the pictures of Jesus or whatever. And they play, replace them. They say, okay, you got to replace them with the, the picture of our president, the president of China. And it's like that tentacle that I was talking about. It's wrapped up all around there. It's so it's so um, entangled in there that it's hard for them to break free. It's hard for them to break free. So I believe, like, even though the, tent, the, the tentacle is headed around America, we can still, like, surgically cut it out. You know, it can get out of it. But there, it's so... Yeah. I believe Father is going to take them out. I really do. Father is going to take them out sooner rather than later because I think the number of the wicked in high places has gotten so big. And now that the curse has been removed from the land, he's free to move. And I think he's going to start moving very rapidly. I really do. Yeah. Yes, because, it's, I mean, it's so sad because many of the true believers in China, they are forced to have church and caves and all these types of things. But then you have, the, like, the, the state-sanctioned churches, and they're, they're above ground, and they even have limitations them, themselves, but they're not even real churches. But I believe, unfortunately, China is going to be very, very – it's going to be – devastated you know and that i just pray for the people the people there uh the god will protect them um for what's what's to come upon them because our leaders you know the really crazy thing is we have i'm not saying we don't have bad people in our community we do but there's some really really corrupt people that are leading these nations around the world 
And there's people like citizens, they were just like suffering because of it, you know, and it's really sad, you know. It's really, really horrible. I think the Chinese people are very strong people. I like their history, you know, before the communist revolution. The same thing with Russia. Before 1917, they were a very strong, proud people. And um, this communism and Marxism and socialism, it's all of the devil, you know. Yeah. Just look at the fruits of it. It's yeah. stinky, stinky, stinky. Yeah, it is. That's but, that's one of the benefits about America. Even though, despite it, I know America is not a perfect country. They have many injustices. I mean, they're treated many people in the past. Many people, you know, um, many minorities and all and women and all these kind of have been oppressed. You know, by people that have been in trials, but even despite that there were times and the communities within America and some of the, the segregated communities where people were able to fight through some of those windows and bring opportunities to people because, you know, because of our constitution and things like that, we are able to like the, the power is in the hand of the people. Unlike many other nations where the, the power is not in the hands of people, you know, so. That's why we have many people from throughout the nations. You know, we have all these people at the border. They, even though some, a lot of it is like people like paying people to come to those things, but a lot of people they really want out of their country because they know even being homeless here in America is better than being where they where they're from or where they're at. You know, which is like wow, be, you you rather be homeless here in America than in your country? That just shows you how bad it is in, in other countries. Yeah, it's just so sad. But we can't take the whole world. <laughs> We're only so yeah. big. Yeah, we can't. We cannot. We cannot, especially how things are now. Maybe there will be a time when we can, but right now, how our government is, we we do need we do need to to stop this 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 because it got to be some control to it. You know, it's got to be because we we ourselves we're having problems. You know housing our own people. We already have people here who's homeless. We already have people here who uh, don't have food, don't have jobs. And a lot of it is because of people, again, in charge. They have uh, shipped a lot of our jobs overseas, and and also they have caused us to have a lot of food that's being imported from other nations when we can actually grow a lot of things here. (laughs) You know, we have a lot of natural resources that we don't. So we can actually like Yes. Go ahead. No, no, you can go ahead. I was going to say, this last time I was in the hospital, I had this one nurse. Her name was Bronwyn. What a wonderful name. We were talking about the homeless, and we were just shaking our heads. and saying, What can we do about the homeless? Most of them are ill, and if they're not ill, they're drug addicts. And she turned around, she said, I think they need mothers. <laughs> I just Mm-hmm. That's right. We could go and say, now you turn around, you pick that needle up if you're done with it. Don't leave it laying on the ground, right? That's what mothers do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, you put them, you put them in 
You don't want to put them all in hospitals because they're not all mentally ill. Yeah. And and what kind of hospitals can you put them in where you wouldn't be really cruel, you know? Yeah. yeah I don't know. That's, that's another situation. You know, when we have the power of God moving, you know, if we bring this revival to the land, I believe some of those things we won't, we won't have to worry about because people will open up their doors and then people, God will give them people ideas of how to house those people. But also a lot of, a lot of these things, people do have mental, mental issues, but a lot of it, the mental issues is like some trauma that people have went through, but then like how our, our, our medical health system is, there's a lot of corruption in it. And we have people giving these, these uh, drugs. And even in revelation, it says that people are going to be hooked on, on farmers. Farmer, pharmacies on their pharmacies, you know, on their witchcraft, and and as the, I think the uh, the Greek word for it is is uh, pharmacies, and we got people taking all this medication. It's like you see these medications and uh, commercials on television. They have like these, you take this pill for this problem, and then say if you start hearing thoughts or wanting to commit a suicide and all these kind of things, but they don't realize that these these pills that people are taking, they're opening it up up to the uh, not all of them. But I believe that some of them is opening up people up to other realms and dimensions, you know, and they're they're seeing things that we cannot see because it's opening them up to the spiritual realm. And the the enemy is just really tormenting a lot of these people, and they say they have mental illness, but yet their brain is being damaged by these these medications that they're taking, and they're in the spiritual. They're also taking advantage of them. But once the, the, the Spirit of God is moving a lot of this stuff can be um, I believe it can be eliminated and we can see miracles and people mental health and um and them getting the home and all but we're we're still I don't know I believe God can move do a quick but mighty work you know but I don't know I feel like some of these things we're, we're still a little bit further away from it you know but it's, it's up to God you know the move move and also of course we have our thing where we have to humble ourselves and pray and intercede on the behalf of that because the people are just being abused by all different types of man-made systems, man-made corruption. Yes, and there are some who are saying that the um, medical community that we have now, the system we have now, is going to collapse in on itself, especially after this COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because the CDC just released something yesterday or the other day talking about that uh, basically what people have been saying, a lot of people have been saying from the beginning, you know, as far as like the vaccine and the distance and the mask and all this this type of stuff. Basically, the CDC is now treating this COVID thing like the common cold or whatever or the flu or whatever, you know. <laughs> so they're going kind of like lessen back on the restrictions because none of it made sense from the beginning, but unfortunately a lot of people's lives are damaged from that. Um, Do you know what I, I heard believe- recently? I heard recently that some of the software in our voting machines was coming and going from Wuhan and they had a major database with names and information about American people. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. They actually had a, that that was one case. And also with the, the, uh, those who have installed or used the TikTok app, 
the yep. cop that, that was like the Chinese party, whatever, and that right there stole a lot of data from people. If you install that on your phone and device, they were stealing all kind of information and data. Uh, great security breach. Um, so, yeah, and information, you know, people are like, well, they didn't took my stuff, whatever, what can I do about it, you know, and probably it is a lot of things you can't do about it. But information is power, you know, and it is, and it allows people like to know what you like, know what know what you don't like, and it helps them influence you and, and manipulate you. Yeah. And then a lot of times these machines they use these algorithms and all that kind of stuff, and they and they know these machines and all this kind of stuff. They know kind of know you better than you even know yourself, because they able to like kind of predict and dictate what you're going to search for, what you're going to look for, where you're going to go, and all these types of things. So they study these, they use these algorithms, these patterns. To kind of predict you, you know. So. I don't think anybody can predict me. I'm unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. That's well. That's how God, our Father, He wants it to be. Uh, he even, even, you know, one time David, he tried to uh, number the people when he was in Israel, and, and uh, the Father God told him he he did he, back then he didn't want them to do that back then either. He told David, don't do that, even though David was a righteous man, a man that's a God's own heart. God was always against that, always against numbering and, and counting people in that way because it seems like whenever you number and count people and try to, uh, it's always a way where it seems like you're trying to say, well, I did this or I'm this great or, or I'm this good. Or another way is like you can try to control and manipulate people. So. Yeah, and Father, he doesn't want want those things. He don't want his people to be in control. He don't want his people to be manipulated. He don't want his people to be, like you said, uh, people predicting or controlling them, manipulating them, you know. He doesn't want any of those things. Um, so, Tamir, what do you think we should be uh, declaring and praying for these people? I mean... I've been praying that the glory of God falls on them and they turn to repentance. And I'm not foolish enough to think that all of them will do that. But, you know, I, I declare and decree that the, the wicked shall fail in their imaginations. You know, I do that yeah. a lot. Yeah, we should do that. I believe we should do that. Like you said, the main thing is to pray for their salvation because we don't want to see our worst enemies. Um, in hell, you know, in the lake of fire, we don't want that, you know. And even Jesus says that the Father, Father God says he doesn't want anyone to perish. So that's a, that's the kind of mindset and attitude we should have, you know. It's like sometimes we like, oh, wow, this person, he's over this and he did all of this. And all these people then got killed under it. He got all this blood on his hand. And he's definitely responsible, you know, and he should definitely <laughs> We should not pray for him. No one ever shared the gospel with him or the Bible with him, you know. Um, but we should. We we're not in that position of, uh, to be judges like that. Um, though the Bible says one day, as prophesied, that we will judge angels. But as far as people, that's not our job, you know. People, uh, I believe, people. Um, the only person who would judge people is our Father, you know. Our Father God, He would judge them and say everyone going to stand before Him and say, "Jesus, King of King, Lord of Lords." Even like someone as evil as wicked as Adolf Hitler or, or whoever you wanted Saddam Hussein, Jeffrey Dahmer, 
um, some of the most wicked people, Charles Manson, you know, some of the most wicked names you can think of, the infamous names you can think of, I don't understand before I say he's king of kings and lord of lords, you know. And so, but we should be praying for their salvation, for a turnaround. But also, like you said, the decree, we should, even though the famine and things like that and the droughts, we should be decreeing rain for our land. If if you, if you don't have rain in your land, your uh, property or or part of the country, whatever is lacking in that area, you should be decreeing it because God has made us kings and priests, and we should be uh, dictating what happens in our in our area, in our land, you know, in, in America, because most of us who listen to America, we should be dictating the decreeing that was it in our particular county, in our particular state also, we should be decreeing. I know some areas in the countries are facing drought. You know, I've I, I seen a testimony some years ago, maybe I believe this was like 10, something years ago. Um, it was one of the hurricanes. I can't remember if it was Hurricane Katrina or one of the hurricanes. They were they were coming up there in Louisiana, and they was destroying a lot of lands. And one of the, the pastors, evangelists, I want to say it was Jesse DePlanis, and I'm not sure, but he was out there. He said when it was happening and before it was happening, they was predicting it. Even though he was not in New Orleans, he was further away. But some of the winds and tornadoes still came up in that area, but he was speaking in decreeing, and his property was not damaged while some of the other people's properties around him were damaged. You know, so we can be, we can be decreeing over our cities and over our lands that where we don't have to have like that, that violence. We don't have to have the droughts. But we don't have to have the flooding, you know, because some people, they have too much rain. So we should be decreeing and speaking it. You know, it's good to be aware of what's going on. Um, Some people watch the news and they watch, like, the different things or, like, on the different social medias, like the truth, Um, telegram and all those type of things, because then you know what to pray about. You know what to speak over. So those right there, it's very, very good, you know, to uh, speak over those those things. And, um, and uh, decree, decree that uh, the Father's blessings over that land. And God, you know, there's angels everywhere, and they they are moving and hearkening on behalf of His Word and behalf of His promises that we uh, um, are speaking. Because if we don't say nothing or do anything, you know, actually, Psalm, there's a scripture in Psalms 82. It says, uh, it, "It's a uh, God saying." to the people or whatever that he he presides at a great assembly and he says he, he's going to judge judge people and he says how he's telling basically how long are you going to let this go on how and he's telling them to defend the poor the orphans and all these types of things he's saying hey you're supposed to be doing this but how long are you going to let this stuff go on because you're supposed to be stopping it you're supposed to be doing something you're supposed to be saying something about it people believers i guess they haven't been taught that way so these things are just going on and on and on and they think well it's, it's supposed to happen. So, or this thing, the Bible says, it, even though the Bible does say destruction and death is coming during the last days, but the Bible also has many other promises of provision. Isaiah chapter 6, he says, uh, the light is going to arise in you, even though across the darkness covers the nations or land. So it's, uh, it says the light is going to arise out of you. And then it, scriptures in Revelation, the scriptures in Daniel, it says that, um, we're going to be overcoming the, the Antichrist, and the Revelation says we're going to overcome by the word, the by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So the main thing is that we got we got to speak and decree 
despite Jesus, even Jesus says this, you're going to hear, hear wars and movements of war, famines and all these types of things, earthquakes, pestilence in various places. So these things are going to happen, but there's places that we can stop it. So if we, if we don't say it, it won't happen. And But it's good That's It's good to know what's going on, <laughs> you know. Yes, we can tell the storm to chill out and settle down, you know. Yeah. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. I've, I've done that, and that works, guys. <laughs> really I have even rebuked um, all of those things in the sky, the, the chemtrails. Did you know oh, you can rebuke yes, yes. chemtrails? I was at the beach one time, and the ten t- with the grandbabies, and these ten traps started coming. I said, "Oh no, you don't!" You know, and I rebuked him in the name, and and they were gone. So we need to stand up in our faith. What's that scripture that says the earth is groaning for the manifestations yeah, of the things of God? So, you know, I mean, even Romans, the earth is waiting Romans for us eight. to stand up. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Romans chapter 8, that's Romans chapter 8, verse 19. It says, all creation grown and waits for the manifestation of the sons, sons of God, you know. So that's 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 right there is the scripture for this day and time. You know, a lot of times people think, well, that's that's after the rapture and all that kind of stuff. because And it, and it does have something to do with that, but... Also, it's, it's for now. Our father, Jesus, even when he was here, he said the kingdom of God is at hand. You know, so that means it's like within reach, you know. So right now we can take it and we can manifest the sons and daughters of God because, you know, during the millennial reign of Christ and eternity, we're going to be ruling and reigning. Well, we don't have to wait for that. That's what that scripture is saying. Why wait? wait? They're waiting like the rocks is waiting, the, the plants and animals and trees. Even your your neighbors and some of these secular rap artists and singers and and musicians, you know, some of the songs they sing about, they're actually crying like and they, they don't know who to cry to. They like somebody help us out, you know, but they don't even realize they're waiting for you or us to say something or do something. <laughs> you know, they're waiting for yes. us to do something. It's incredible. Amazing. We're supposed to occupy until he returns. Yeah. That that requires action. Yeah. Yes. Well, let me let me uh um I'm gonna close out in prayer and we'll we'll be with you guys again next week and I think maybe next week we will have a guest along with me um uh Pastor, Pastor James Vivian some of you may have heard him before um but I'd like to thank every everyone who was who was listening I'd like to say a prayer over you and don't forget to pray pray for us. Um, and don't forget, like, like the decree, decree over things, you know, the, the decree over the food, decree over the, the chemtrails, decree over whatever, whatever thing that's trying to exhaust itself against the knowledge of God, you know, it's got to come under his feet. Everything's got to be bowed to Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. Father, we thank you for all your promises written in your scriptural, Father. I pray, Father, Lord, that the Holy Spirit, the Helper, will direct us, direct your people to those scriptures, define them in your word, Father, that they will get them in your heart and they will start speaking them, Father, Lord, over their nation, O God, Lord, over their communities, Father, Lord, over their county, O God, Lord, over their districts, O God, Lord, over over their uh, legislators, O God, Lord, their uh, judicial system, O God, the executive system, O God, Lord, whatever 
um, whoever is ruling over them, fathers over their, their school boards, oh God, Lord, the school systems, oh Father, the military, oh Father, um, that they would begin to speak life, prosperity, hope, peace, goodness, and favor, oh God, Lord, um, to those who are around them, over their friends, their family, their neighbor, oh God, Lord, and they would see these things happen, oh God, Lord that you would do the miraculous, oh, God, Lord, that you would provide, oh, God, Lord, that you would heal, that you would save and deliver and uh, return the land to how it's supposed to be, Father Lord, as your promise says in Second um, Chronicles seven fourteen, Father Lord, if we humble ourselves and pray and seek your face, oh, Father, and turn from our wicked ways, that you would heal the people and heal the land, Father. We thank you, Father Lord, that you are moving on behalf of your people, Father Lord, that you are drawing people to salvation, oh, God, Lord, not not a religion, oh God, Lord, not attending the Sunday service or a Bible study, but into true, true fellowship and communion and relationship with you, Father. Um, we thank you and we ask all these blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was a good prayer. Amen. Thank you, Father. <laughs> thank you, Father. Yes, well, I will see you, or or I think I won't see you, but I will talk to you guys next week. (laughs) And just to let everyone know, right now my computer is down, and uh, I can't upload and make movies yet for a while. I don't know, I haven't even mailed it out yet. I've got to mail it out. Um, I'm going to be busy when it comes back. (laughs) (laughs) so um i will eventually get everything up everything will return to normal and remember we don't have to put up with the nonsense of the wicked declare their actions unlawful decree that they will not stand like this latest law they passed my goodness that is not going to stand i'm just saying yes 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 (laughs) So, good night, everyone. Father bless, Father bless, Samir. And I'll see you next week.